What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back. This is episode 41 of Clash, the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. Clash. Thank you all for listening. Welcome back to this week. Business, business, business at the top. Uh, as always, you can email us at sibling rivalry clash. That's all one word, sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com. And I am one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me, as always, Tiz. What's good, y'all? What's up, everybody? Don't forget also to hit us up on that Twitter at SR Clash. No, I'm going to do it this time. You got it. You got it. I got it. SR Clash underscore pod. There you go. That's at SR Clash underscore pod. Try to keep it nice and simple. Yes, and I'm getting better at retweeting things, so <laughs> uh, we're trying to be more active in that space. Word. But as I bring us into this week, I want to talk about something weird, because that's what I do at the top. <laughs> uh, so there's been this controversy. Uh, Coronavirus? No. Who started it? We're, it was no, us? Oh. We're not going to talk okay. about that. Yeah, uh, we're not going to get into the Lysol can controversy that has coronavirus on the Lysol can (laughs) when it was supposedly never discovered before. I actually like coronas. (laughs) (laughs) I was sad when I found out I had to stop drinking them. Oh my God, don't bring them into this. (laughs) They're like, we're in Mexico. We're not even near them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, so controversy with a new season of anime. and stop me if you've heard about this before. Okay. But there was this anime that was released on Funimation, through mm-hmm. Funimation. Uh, so, you know, that with Funimation comes high price dubbing Dumb. and high quality animation, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and the controversy was, and I'm not going to dig too deep into it because it's it's of a nature that some people might cause some people to blush. Uh-oh. Uh, but. It, it was a show called Interspecies Reviewers. I have not heard and, of this. Okay, so Interspecies Reviewers, for those who don't know, um, and I can keep this very, very PG-13, but there, it is essentially a series about uh, two adventures, uh, one a human and one an elf, mm-hmm. and they run into a fallen angel who has, some, for some reason or another, ended up in the earthly realm, and she has a broken halo, or it's actually a he-she, I should say. It's it, She says very explicitly many times that she has both parts. Interesting. A little devil man crybaby cry going on. Yeah. So they're, they're, they run into this angel, they save her, and they basically explain to her that their whole purpose in life is to run around reviewing brothels. <laughs> okay. <on>. What? <laughs> houses if you will (laughs) so oh my god as you can tell the the genre of this anime might rub up against hentai a little risque yeah a little risque (laughs) which is strange it's not unheard of in this area but it's strange that they had it so mainstream yeah i was like funimation they don't usually yeah i mean maybe they do do stuff like that but it's just in the depths of their catalog. it's usually like what you would <laughs> categorize as edgy yeah so like you know there may be some like pg-13 like raunchiness okay so me being the inquisitive person that i am decide to check this out and <laughs> inquisitive Again, uh, I will double down in that now that I understand why Funimation had to immediately drop this show. Oh, no. Did they really? 
So there's a censored version and there's an uncensored version. Makes uh, sense. The censored version is uh, a stretch. <laughs> it's cen- it's censored in the way that like it's not blurred. It's, it's not like, straight they just, nudity. They put stickers over things. Okay. But yeah, the uncensored version is straight, straight nudity. nudity. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and I just think it's funny because not only did they just drop the uh, the show from their service, mm-hmm. they have also asked the voice actors to sign NDAs saying that they had never worked on this project. Oh my god, they're trying so, to wipe it from the history. <laughs> it still exists because obviously you can find it in other places, but right. I just think it was hilarious that they're like trying to... like Part of me understands because there is a source material there is a manga mm-hmm. and the manga is not nearly as racy as the show okay and so if they were going based judging the manga they might go okay we could get away with making this show because on the top level like if you were just watching it uh the censored version it's mm-hmm. very funny like it's right. very much just like bro humor right right and like the situations they get put in like one of the funny things is like the human character is attracted to elves and mm. the elves can be like 500 years old but they they look like a 20 year old girl young okay and but the elf character finds that disgusting because in his <laughs> culture it's like you're 500 years old you're like a disgusting old elf old. lady <laughs> but he loves old humans Ew. because to him old humans are young so like seven years old he's oh like that's God. nothing that's, that's he's like so that weird. on the scale of elf years that's nothing yeah and so that part of it is like really comical and funny because right. it causes a lot of awkward situations right, but right. and then you have the angel character who's just like appalled at everything that's happening mm-hmm. but she still participates so <laughs> but yeah so it was a funny show off the on the you know just checking it out factor. they did a whole but season I, or they just like cut it after it, like they three did, episodes i think 12 episodes exist okay um but like again the project was white after they aired two of them so oh i see what you're saying gotcha but yeah, just throwing that because uh, you know now it's getting in a massive amount of attention because of, of the cancellation right so just wanted to bring that up that's my story this week interesting um, interesting but yeah i understood like it, i just think it's funny they're trying to wipe it from existence yeah that is hilarious like no this never <laughs> this never existed this, we, yeah. didn't, we don't know what you're talking about but what did you do this week um so i i didn't do a super lot i'm still playing through detroit um it's actually longer than i thought it was um so now i'm starting the actual like fight um kind of the like resistance fight a little bit um and uh a lot of that is involving uh marcus um so i'm having fun with that i i'm trying to do things to where like you know how sometimes there'll be like optional choices that come up where it's like you can i guess like potentially risk your life but you get this extra little benefit or you could just take the like you could just like kind of skip that thing um Mm -hmm. i've been trying to like do all of the optional things i feel like so i can get the most complete ending Mm -hmm. um on the first go through so yeah i'm still going through that um so what is the tone of your playthrough take like what tone is it taking on is it a peaceful tone is it a riotous tone i want to say it's right now it's kind of in the middle like (laughs) it's not super like overt uh like rioty but uh i I still try to like i still try to keep the peace when i can but if if somebody does something that's like you know blatantly wrong or something then i 
I'll make like the extreme choice in that case. You gotta or whatever. act out. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's neutral, but there is tension boiling just under the surface. Right, exactly. And <laughs> I'm trying not. I'm, I'm trying not to have characters die early, um, which I've been able to avoid a couple of times. There are a couple of chase scenes and like running scenes that were kind of intense. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> like ride legitimately. <laughs> like there was one one part where it, it involves a bear and basically this bear saved my life like if i hadn't like let this bear free when i did um, oh, okay i, th- I know you what, know what i'm talking about. about yeah if i hadn't let this bear free when i did i'm like that might have been my life um so it's just little <laughs> things it like is that, a, that are cool it is an android bear right it's yeah, not yeah or it's like half bear half android I, it's, it's kind of oh, okay. hard to tell i don't know so, because I think I remember the tone of that scene being like, this bear is kind of your brother because he's not a real bear, but he's got real bear brains. Yeah, and he like doesn't attack you when you approach him. He just like, yeah, he's kind of like, thanks. <laughs> and then he saves you later. Well, he saved me later. Um, so little stuff like that. I like how it's it's like this little decision may not make sense right when you make it, but like a little bit later down the line, um, you kind of see the result of whatever you pick. Right. Uh, so yeah that's cool i'm trying to keep keep i'm trying to get i guess the best ending possible um whatever I, even though i don't really know what that is but um something that i guess feels uh satisfying by the time i get there um nice. and then other than that um i i started watching more uh index um i'm somewhere in the middle of season three right now and basically the main reason like I kept watching it again was like for some reason I just I I just started like I watched an episode and then like as I do sometimes with with shows um that I'm watching I'll like go online and like look up like some I guess context for the world um because they're mm-hmm. like and I'll try to do that without spoiling the actual story um but in looking up like some of the things and the ideas that like this this world and this story is based on mm-hmm. I found out that the science side is like literally like the way the espers get their powers is like quantum physics and i was like oh this is actually really cool um the way like because they don't really explain that in the show at least not yet but um Mm -hmm. the way it's broken down like in words is 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 really cool yeah because what i remember it was very like magic versus science yeah yeah and i wasn't of course the lines can get blurred exactly and i wasn't expecting both even the magic too is based in some type of realism like it's based on real religions and real like principles Mm -hmm. that that people believed in real life at at certain points and um so yeah I, i like that it has that kind of real world basis to it um and i i really like stuff that has to do with like dimensions and and like i said quantum physics and stuff like that i think that's super like interesting um also uh they're in this third season they're doing a lot more with accelerator like he's kind of like a main character now um mm-hmm. it's him and then the dude with the hand um that cancels out magic and stuff um and i just found accelerator to be like a way more interesting character just because he's like he's like in between this good and, and bad guy he's like an anti-hero kind of so he's like like he'll do a good deed but then he'll like almost curse out the person who like thank like for saying thank you like because he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't want anybody <laughs> to acknowledge that he's doing a good thing because he he wants to i guess feel like he's doing bad things but right (laughs) it's it's weird and complicated but it's kind of like uh and i think i made this 
uh comparison probably with something else before it's kind of like zuko in avatar how like okay, i say yeah. zuko is like a way more compelling like better character than ang just because ang's kind of just like your standard like protagonist like you know he, he has to go through a little bit of hardship but he's always good he always wants to do the good thing whereas you have this person who starts out as a villain um and and he was basically made a villain by the the events in his life and he was never necessarily like truly evil but his i guess circumstances just kind of made him a certain way it's kind of like vegeta too yeah exactly and then it's like he doesn't ever really mean to do the right thing but wherever he he wants to kind of ends up on that side yeah Yeah. like i feel like deep down he wants to but he doesn't want to like something about his pride makes him like uh, i don't need your thanks you know what i mean like that type of thing um so i just Chopper. find those type of characters cool um and they you know evolve and 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 kind of kind of grow from there and stuff like that so chopper is the best character like that in my opinion <laughs> from one piece yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah chopper is cool too um especially with how his powers change and, and whatnot but uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm gonna keep watching that, and then I'll probably watch um, I'll probably watch the Accelerator spinoff at some point after I finish this. You know, Railgun. Um, I might watch Railgun, but like Railgun has like a third season. I think that's airing right now. Does it really? Yeah. Was Railgun that good when you watched it? Like Railgun was okay. It just took a different tone, but I think her name is Maka Misaka. Misaka. Yeah. She's she's a dope character like, yeah she um, is it's, it's, as far as like her confidence and how she handles herself her so power is cool like she's really i strong. found her to like there's one side character that is near her that's super obnoxious the but, teleporty chick yeah yeah but she's <laughs> she kind of made it worth watching for me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I probably, I probably end up checking that out too, honestly, just because it's a big um, universe you've stepped into. So. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in it now, <laughs> so I might as well <laughs> keep going. And it's not like I, I got to cram it either. I can, I can take my time. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I just threw this on here because, um, I we know Nintendo's never, ever, ever, ever gonna port um the the best Wii U games to the Switch for whatever reason until the last year of the Switch's life. Um, so I, (laughs) I like to take things into my own hands and I found another way to play Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD. Um, I did not realize there was a really good Wii, uh, Wii U emulator called Seamu. Um, so I basically downloaded that and I, I got my switch controller connected to my, my laptop and, and I had booted up a little bit of uh, Twilight Princess HD and it, it, it runs pretty smooth, I must say. Nice. Um, so I might, I might have to, have to take that route because, you know, can't count on Nintendo to, to release the things <laughs> I love from their tight grasp. I mean, <laughs> when you provide the the proper path to these games, we will take the proper path if possible. That's what I'm saying. I'm still going to buy it when it comes out, when it eventually comes out. But it's like, yeah. I want to play it now. And and they're I not cooperating. The urge is strong. Exactly. Um, but what you what you been up to this this past week? Um, this past so fortnight? I'll talk, uh, I'll talk about the new stuff first because it's small, but then I'll go into why we had to delay the podcast until Sunday this okay. week. <laughs> um, so the first thing I want to talk about is I randomly came across a manga. Um, and for those who aren't 
familiar with the term manga, it is a Japanese comic book. Um, but so I came across a manga. I was looking for JoJo stuff, and I came across a manga called Chainsaw Man, mm-hmm. and it was a Sounds the wild. cover was a dude with like a devious smirk on his face and he's holding a chainsaw that looked like used think well no think of like a like a, a cute chibi like dog but the nose of the dog is a chainsaw blade oh uh, okay um, i got you so he's holding this creature and so it had like pretty high ratings and so i click on it because it's like on uh it was on vizmedia.com mm-hmm. And the first couple of chapters were free, so I was like, let me see what's going on here. And so I wasn't disappointed because it gets into the action of it, like, within the first 20 pages. Um, and so you basically meet this kid, and I forget his name, but he's, like, really down on his luck. He owes, like, this, like, 38 million yen debt to, I think, like, some type of criminal org- organization. And... um he randomly one day uh so in this world people fight demons Mm -hmm. and he fights demons to pay off his debt um because he has sold he sold a kidney he sold an eyeball and he sold some other body part just to pay off his debt so this he lives in like a a little metal shack in the middle of nowhere like his life really sucks jesus and so like you the mentality of this character is like you can tell he's somewhat positive because like he's like the only benefit in my life is being able to dream um to dream? and so yeah to okay. just dream of a better life right right and so one day in his demon hunts he meets this like little demon dog who like i just described has like a chainsaw face <laughs> and um i forget how they befriend befriend ugh, befriend each other but they start working together mm. um or no the dog gets mauled i think by another demon and so he yells oh, at no. the dog like he's about to die the dog's about to die and he's like you want to live i want to live he's like i heard that if demons suck my blood they can heal so he yells at the dog to like bite his arm suck his blood and mm. then the dog gets rehealed and saves both of their lives so uh. he's like now he's like if i give you my blood you have to help me uh defeat other demons so that we can have a better life right interesting yeah so then they're teaming up oh you're fine they team up and then they end up fighting this really strong demon that is literally searching um for demon hunters Mm -hmm. and so this demon ends up uh turning all of the mafia guys that he works for because the mafia guys hire the demon to kill this demon hunter because they're like he's getting too strong with his chainsaw nah this looks cool yeah it's pretty neat and so he, they make this deal. The demon turns all the mafia guys into zombies, and he's about to kill the kid. And the kid basically tells the dog, like, we can't die like this. He's like, I feel horrible that I wish for a better life when all I really wanted was a life with you, my friend. And it's, like, really sweet. To the it's chainsaw like, dog? To the chainsaw dog. And the dog's, <laughs> like, giving him these eyes, like, so sad. Yeah. And so they both get dismembered by this zombie and they're in a dumpster and so the kids like his decapitated head is like bleeding and it bleeds onto one of the dog parts yeah and so the dog reheals but he this time he reheals inside of the body of the kid uh so and so the dog can now talk he can understand the dog and the dog now goes well now you owe me a debt of Uh you have to live because you promised us a better life Uh uh-oh and so the kid is like, well, 
all right, he comes back to life, and then he's like, well, now this monster's in our way of a better life, and he murders all of them with the oh, chainsaw no. dog. Like, he put, he becomes... He becomes the chainsaw dog, and his whole body takes on this new, like, chainsaw monster. Appearance. I was about so to ask has, that. Who's this chainsaw head with the He arms? has, like, a crazy blade face. He has chainsaw arms, and he's just, like, ripping looks this like a My Hero villain. Yeah. Like a really young, <laughs> crazy My Hero villain. So the part where I left off was just that he meets, like, this woman shows up, and she's, like, an official demon hunter for the government Mm -hmm. and she sees the dead bodies of the zombie and the mafia guys and they see the chainsaw guy and she basically just walks up to him and she's like look you can either die from me killing you or you can work for me and i'll let you live and so that's kind of where it left off and i didn't go any farther than that but i just thought it was interesting and i'm like i was like i felt all these feelings in like 40 pages right and so I'm like, this would be really cool if they turned this into an anime. Yeah, um, I was just going to say they so, should animate this. This looks cool. That's Chainsaw Man. Um, they probably I hope will. that comes out in a couple seasons because there are a lot of chapters. There are a lot of vo- uh, chapters of it out. You said it's so, by Viz or it was? It's produced by Viz. Produced at least. By it's Viz. on their website. Okay. They animate a lot of the, a lot of the stuff they produce. Yeah. So I and so that surprised. was one I got to check out. And then another new thing I checked out, but um wasn't too fascinated with but i kind of just let it play in the background it was on netflix it was called lock and key i keep i kept seeing so many like videos and news (laughs) about this like i don't know yeah this is one of those shows that netflix like if you have any kind of sci-fi fantasy on your feed they're just like jamming this down your throat okay um but yeah it was i think it's based on a comic book series or graphic novel series but it's like uh this family um the father passes away and uh they're left this house uh Mm -hmm. that was the father's childhood home and once they move in like it's kind of just a big old house and the the mother is like she's an artist and she's kind of deciding if she wants to like remodel the house or just kind of live there till they can move on and you've got your typical kids where it's like older brother middle sister younger brother Mm mm-hmm um older brother and older sister go to school uh, a week earlier than little brother so little brother's left to d- to explore the mansion for a week by himself essentially oh, gosh. and he comes across this well on the property um and he's he's like maybe like eight or nine mm-hmm. so he's just kind of like playing his little imaginary games and he yells down the well by myself at eight or nine <laughs> no you were stuck with me at eight or oh, nine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he yells down the well and he's like yelling at his echo. He's like, are you my echo? Like playing like a little kid. And then suddenly this voice responds like, yes, Brandon, I, that's not his name, but she's like, yes, Brandon, I am your echo. And he just like freaks out. runs away. (laughs) Um, and then he comes across one of these weird keys. Mm -hmm. So of course the show is called lock and keys. Um, and if anyone's ever seen the preview, there's like all these different keys that do different things and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, lady, uh, mother is in danger. I forget why. Uh, but lady appeared. I think it was he was playing with a key and something happens. And he runs to the well and he's like, help me. And lady appears. And it's like this young, you know, kind of seductress looking lady. And she's like, yeah, I'll help you. And so she's like, but you got to give me the key. I need the key. And so she takes the key and she just dips. She's like, deuces. Oh, Sorry no. about your mom. <laughs> Gone. Um, and so the kid's like freaking out. Um, and then I forget how. Oh. The mother is trapped in, like, some kind of mirror world in his brain, and um, older brother and sister come home, 
and they do like if you've ever seen poltergeist they do the thing where they tie a rope around the older brother and throw him in the mirror <laughs> and he's able to pull mom out okay and so like but mom doesn't remember anything uh mm. like she literally comes out and she's like guys what are we doing and they're like uh you just were in a mirror and she's just she like what are you are. talking about yeah like okay. she knows who they are but she's just like what are you talking about and they're yeah. you know they're all kind of just baffled and little brother just goes uh he's like guys this is what happens he's like this is a thing that adults don't understand they're like <laughs> like he immediately Whoa. goes into like haven't you seen tvs before uh -oh. like kid parents don't understand this stuff with the kid yeah and so and it goes on it's somewhat interesting but it's like it goes on to where like different keys are found and there's one key that like when you grab the key it opens up a keyhole in the back of the person's neck Ugh. and they you insert the key and they essentially like astro project into their own mind and so like older sister has confidence issues because uh her dad was kind of her like support system mm. So she decides to enter her own mind and she ends up fighting a for a shadow form of herself. Is this just Kingdom it. Hearts that you're describing? I, I don't it could be <laughs> <laughs> You sure it's not just Kingdom But it's like Hearts. she she fights her shadow self and when she's done, she's a all of a sudden she's like confident girl. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's a little it's a lot of like uh family that was her drama. Doubts. Yeah. It's like a lot of family drama on top of secrets from the past mm -hmm. on top of what's like, up with this mansion yeah what's up with that house and the keys and like people finding themselves so it's okay but if you're interested in that kind of thing i would recommend it but it's very like pg-13 teen drama a like lot of disney stuff. almost yeah like little brother will find a key and that and you're like okay what does the key do and then they'll flash to like older sister fighting with the popular girl in school and you're like all right i don't Care oh gotcha so yeah. much about I this. this in life <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> it's you. that kind of show okay um and then uh continuing on with my week uh i believe according if if i'm listening to tiz right i yes. am in the end game of monster hunter yes. Frostbirth. well uh, let me correct you you're not in the end game you're okay approaching the last boss which is i'm in the, the gate quarter to the end game yes um and it has been a feels like like a bont uh, a bontlet of gosses yeah. a gauntlet of bosses <laughs> a bontlet <laughs> a bontlet of gosses um because it's just like elder dragon after elder dragon and yeah. me feeling sorely prepared and <laughs> so it's been a lot of me going back like looking up tools or i'm sorry looking up weapons mm -hmm. uh trying to make different weapons that are better for the uh situation that's, that's just the, my that's tactic no nah, that's the grind for real yeah so it's still about. fun um i i like fighting there's a rainbow dragon called namiel yeah namiel's cool i just recently the, defeated. was it the 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 dragon of storms was it what they call it the the torrent something yeah dragon of torrents or something it yeah. had a really cool like sub sub it had like a it had like its very own special like introduction of like yeah. black screen white words <laughs> you get like waterfalled off the top of the map yeah it was cool so that continues to be cool and then uh fighting i got to fight my old nemesis snare gigante uh -oh. uh, which was surprisingly easy uh oh, so you're right I, at the last boss huh? i got like trap fight like trapped into fighting him with a great sword which mm -hmm. is not my normal approach but right. i was able to defeat him yeah. so i was happy about that <laughs> um but yeah that continues so yeah i'm at um pete what is it uh guardian 
it's something Pacian. Uh, it's like this giant rock boss, and then you break off his rock. Oh armor. yeah, that, that's the last boss. That's what I was talking okay. about. Okay, and then he turns into this disgusting the earthbender tentacle beast. Yeah. Um. So that's been my. That was a hard fight, and I was like raging the entire time. <laughs> really? Uh, I just felt like I wasn't doing anything. Like I wasn't getting I murdered. But until you get the rocks off, you're just like tickling him. Well, that part was fun. The rock part was fun because he's like so slow. Mm-hmm. But after that, stand. it was just like, ugh, it's hard. <laughs> Start um, shooting those freaking like compressed air at you. Yeah. So I'm like, hopefully I'll be not that I hate playing, but hopefully I'll be wrapping that up soon yeah. uh, for something new. Um, and then the last thing, the thing that delayed this week is I've been watching this show. Uh, it is there's too many names for it. Uh, one is uh, Case File Number Two Two One. Kabuchiko. What? And then there's also Kabuchiko Sherlock. Uh is another name for the show. Oh, okay, the same show. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, this is a show and the reason I needed to finish it is because I couldn't figure out what it was doing. So, just to clarify that, it's a show that has the characters of a Sherlock Holmes story, but it's not Sherlock um, Holmes. It is, okay. but it feels like an alternate telling. Right, right. So it's kind of like uh, like when DC would do a story where it's like well, the characters would get put in an alternate Earth mm-hmm. and you would have Batman, but it wasn't Bruce Wayne. It was like his dad or something like that. You know what I mean? That's going to be like that What If uh, Disney Yeah, the show. What If Marvel series. Yeah. So you have Sherlock, and uh, you're introduced to him like fairly early. Uh, the character I talked about this, I think, before. The character mm-hmm. that we see everything through is is John Watson, mm-hmm. which anyone who knows Sherlock knows that's his sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the interesting part was, so you meet Sherlock, and then there's a kid living in his apartment, and they don't say his name for like the longest time, and then they finally say his name, and it's Moriarty. So I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, Moriarty is Sherlock's like nemesis. Right. Why is he a kid living like in his apartment as like his best friend? Right. And so that was part of the reason. So you're talking like I'm at like episode 10 mm-hmm. and I'm still just sci eyeing this kid who is like from like, all trust appearances. You. <laughs> yeah, like from all appearances, he's the most like positive, like happy, like good kid you could possibly do. But I'm just like mm, Moriarty. They're like, when me. are you gonna do something crazy? Yeah. And then um uh episode around episode twelve or thirteen, we get introduced to uh Irene Adler, who is also very prominent Sherlock Holmes. Uh that she was the female character that was always able to elude Sherlock. Like she was kind of always one step ahead of him. She's Catwoman. Yeah, and she's like, he's like very attracted to her, so that like trips him up a lot of the time. Mm. And so, episode 12 or 13, we're introduced to her, her, and then she gets stabbed. And for one reason or another, Moriarty is the first one on the scene. And John Watson starts looking at him like, How did you know she was here? Uh oh. And all these kinds of things. So, that's when the show like locked me in, and I was like, I gotta unfold yeah i gotta figure out what this show is and then i was also watching it with someone who's like a huge sherlock holmes fan so Mm -hmm. uh we're at that point we got introduced to another character and he's like that's like his name's like rycroft or something he's like that's sherlock's brother and i'm like sherlock holmes has a brother (laughs) long lost 
Um, but all this to say, uh, it's a good watch so far. It's not done. Uh, it started in fall, but there's okay. like that's not 17 episodes right now, and I think it goes up to 24. Yeah, that sounds about right. So that's something that if you're looking for an animated watch and you kind of like... Because it does, in the beginning, it's very much like a crime per episode. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to where I was talking about, like episode 12 or 13, it, it's like it takes on plot. like a, yeah, it takes on a longer archetype where you have one crime that's kind of like causing Ongoing. chaos. Yeah. Gotcha. A, a, amongst the city and things like that. And you get sucked into a larger plot. Okay. So that I recommend cool. that if you like those types of like mystery detective shows but it, it has a very quirky very quirky cast of characters really and it's because yeah this is the one i was telling you uh i think i talked about before but it takes place in like they hang out in this bar called the pipe cat <laughs> is this in america by the way no is it it's Japan in the, or the place or? is called kabuchiko kabuchiko oh, okay. so i'm assuming it's a place in japan, japan. okay but the all the detectives hang out in a bar called the Pipe Cat, and everybody in the every girl in the Pipe Cat is actually a guy. <laughs> that is, and the owner of the Pipe Cat is a man with a full beard who dresses like a woman in the twenties. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but he's an interesting character, and then there's of course there's the, a mascot cat that. Mm-hmm. Str- like struts around the bar right. and he's like an asshole. He's really funny. He talks. He causes. A- he doesn't talk, but okay. like. There's a scene where John gets like John Watson very frequently gets kicked out of Sherlock's apartment because he's very like Sherlock's very weird. Mm -hmm. And when he wants to think he's like John leave and he like kicks him out. (laughs) And so John will go. John goes to try and sleep in the bar and the cat is just like scratching the hell out of his face anywhere that he tries to sit. And then he he ends up just shuddering in the corner and the cat's just like licking himself staring at him In, in triumph. Yeah, so it's like they have a they have a lot of characters that you get attached to because they're weird, but they're also like very human mm-hmm. um, in a lot of aspects. So, uh, mm-hmm. and the, the, there's like four other detectives other than Sherlock that they often either work together or they work independently, and so it's got a neat little system going on. Any um, dub yet? Any, any yes, dub? it's dubbed. Hey. I've, I've been watching the dub version. That's what um, I like to hear. Not through a an official provider, but. <laughs> Um, the official providers that seem to only have sub versions. Oh, okay. There is an existing dub. And I think on Funimation there is a dub. Okay. It's I believe it's simulcast. I can check that out then. So yeah, that was my that was my week this week. Dope, dope. Pretty 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 uh entertaining. Pretty yeah. jam packed. Pretty productive. Like yeah, I wouldn't not at all. Not, not productive. Not, we're scra- <laughs> we are scraping uh, case 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 file was like a, a surprise mm-hmm. but everything else is like i'm just scraping that barrel like okay gotta get the little bit of dips that is are your, left here is your backlog not crazy because my backlog is like i could I wrap that a, joint around the planet i have a backlog but it's just not pressing me because okay. i have to be like in I gotta the mood be in the for that for that show yeah it's just not on my radar at all like i just randomly yesterday watched the maiden abyss movies because oh, okay. i was like i knew they were recaps but i was like this is what i feel like i want to watch right now i really want to see the third movie i'm glad you said and that because are they they are recaps right yeah they, they haven't because i, out I the watched the second movie and that was literally the part where uh, rico is like bleeding out oh, okay gotcha, gotcha <laughs> in the gotcha. fourth layer and then she's trying to get her um 
saved by gotcha. that uh, Nanaka or okay. whatever that rabbit thing's name is. So okay. yeah, it's, good. I but I was like, I need to see this again. Yeah, I missed yeah. this show. It was really good. Yeah, and they're taking their time. Yeah, taking their sweet sweet time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the movie came out in January, so I'm hoping to find it somewhere soon. It has to be 2020. Like I can't imagine it being all the way till 2021. Yeah, because um, there is supposed to be a season too. I thought. Uh yeah. Okay. Uh, later this year, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll get there eventually, but in the in the meantime, shall we tell the people some some pressing news? Let's get to not the pressing, news. but um. So first up, uh, Nintendo dropped Pokemon Home, and this is the replacement to Pokemon Bank, which is like um, it's a place to store all your Pokemon throughout from or from all of the various games. Um, you can. There's a whole bunch of features to this one. There is a free and a and a premium service to it. Um, the premium is a subscription, unfortunately. Uh, but there are a lot of good features. Um, there's things like the the Wonder Box, which uh, Wonder Trade is kind of like a you're basically just putting a random Pokemon up for trade, and some random person in the world gives you another random one back. Um, so it's kind of a yeah, little like surprise that's what thing. I used to do. Yeah, and so now you can do it with um with the free service. You can Wonder Trade, I think three um at a time with your cell phone, so you don't even have to have the game on or anything. Um, okay nice and uh with the paid service i think it's like nine or ten or something like that um so that's super handy um they finally added a feature that lets you mass release pokemon so you don't have to release them one at a time anymore um (laughs) that's super cool they they brought back the global trade uh center center system service um gts global trade something Um, oh let me can i pause you for a second here so interesting thing i'm gonna because all the time we talk about Pokemon, all I see now is Temtem comparisons. Really? So when you release Temtems, yeah. you get money. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Just, just, is that a thing that doesn't happen in Pokemon? No, that does not. The Pokemon in, is okay. gone. Just curious. <laughs> but yeah, it, they, they give you money for releasing Temtems. I will say in Let's Go, which is the spinoff game. Or some mm-hmm. people don't say it's a spinoff, whatever. I think in those, kind of like Pokemon Go, when you release a Pokemon, you get candies. Okay. Um, but in the new ones, no, you don't You don't get anything for releasing them. You um, just, you feel, you get to feel like a good person. Yeah, you, That's let, what them, you get. let them go into <laughs> the wild. Um, and there's a, there's a whole bunch of other home features. Um, I won't go through them all, but it is, I think, a nice addition. And with the release of home, there are, are now essentially Pokemon you can trade to Sword and Shield that weren't available in the game. Um, so they're starting to slowly roll those out too, which is which is nice. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't wait to. I think just the DLCs are up next, um, and those should be fun. Yeah excite for storage yeah Ex- excite excite and then <laughs> and then next up uh some some monster hunter world iceborne news you thought you were almost done well you're not because Just kidding. in march they're adding uh raging bracadillos and furious rajon um and i don't think you fought rajon yet but he is he does not need to be furious. He's already furious enough. Yeah, I was like, I isn't Rajong like the? He looks like King Kong with like horns. Exactly. <laughs> um, but very, very much more agile than King Kong. 
Um, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> He's more like a oh crap, George? Was it George in um Caesar? in Rampage, the movie Rampage? Oh, the <laughs> God, I love Rampage. Oh my gosh, you're the only person. <laughs> I live. I will watch that movie every day till I die. I love them. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, he's like George. That wolf can fly. Yeah, <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. For the for the three people out there who got that reference, shut up. <laughs> Everyone loves that movie. What are you no, talking about? Rock was in it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People probably saw it because of Rock. Movie of the year last year <laughs> for me. No, what? Godzilla came out last year. Forget that. Kong. Yeah. No. no. Um, oh, King Cla- King of the King, King of the, the Monsters. Monsters came out. That yeah. was that was my movie. Um, these monsters are like Godzilla. Some of these are like raging Brachadios. Brachadios looks like a Godzilla monster. Brachadios is the one I made fun of as a Splatoon monster. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like neon green. <laughs> He's purple like, with sh- neon green trim. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we'll see we'll see what those are like those just seem like um i think they're just harder versions from older games so not new monsters yeah. but because i was cool. like what do we what do you have uh ruiner we had Nerd ruiner Gigante. Gigante. you have viper Toby savage Kadachi. savage uh double Joe. Yeah. they just added um adjectives yeah and make them a, <laughs> and make them a little uh more annoying uh but that's cool i'll, I'll probably dip in see what see what they're like when they drop um i still got some stuff i gotta do i gotta i gotta do like the guiding land stuff because there's this uh there's there's a silver rathalos and a gold rathian that are like you can unlock if you get to master rank 70 okay um and they have like really good bow armor so i've been trying to i'm trying to get to them um but it's kind of a hype grind yeah it's, it's a grind um but that's a game for you um, and then next up, a little bit of a little bit of rumors and speculation. The the PS5 reportedly costs four hundred fifty to manufacture, and that's interesting because it means it could either be four hundred and they could sell it at a loss, or it could be five hundred and they could make a profit. I'm I'm looking at what was it? Was PS4 it was five hundred. No, PS4 was four hundred actually. Was it long. PlayStation Three that came out with a six ninety nine price yeah, tag P- originally? It was either six hundred or seven hundred. That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking more along the six ninety nine. No way, they uh, can't. They can't. There's no I way. Know. Why can't they? They would straight up lose to Xbox if they released. Because the articles a, a I'm reading is like the stuff that I'm looking at, saying that you know P- they're basically PCs at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, and but the other thing I heard along these notes is. They're also trying to combat, Xbox. like PlayStation itself. No, PlayStation oh. itself is trying to combat these high prices. Oh yeah, or trying to. to combat these um these costs that they're you know because I think and in my head that means and it probably isn't true but in my head that means that they're actually you know aware that people don't want to spend this much on a machine. Oh for sure, they know so what happened with the PS3. Best. They got the hardest yeah. backlash ever with the PS3. Oh, yeah. um, especially because they were like blowing up and and dying on people too for seven hundred dollars, <laughs> which is insane. And yeah. I guarantee you that Xbox, um, that new Xbox isn't going to be seven hundred, six hundred dollars. So I hope PlayStation not, has to. That's just where my mind them. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we shall see. Um, it should they should be announcing that soon. I feel like if it's yeah, they're already coming a out this year. It, so yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see. And then um, I thought this was interesting. Some some long lost anthem news. 
Um, I haven't touched this game in a long time. Um, I had almost lost all <laughs> no hope one for touched, it. No one touched this. Game. Yeah, this game was every all but dead. Um, and now there are reports of um a big overhaul. Um, it seems like they're going to be reworking most of the game. Um, so they haven't given up on it. Um, which is not surprising because that's kind of I feel like the business model with these types of games nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of just release it broken and then just fix it over <laughs> a year or two. <laughs> like I'm so like that's just what they do. But like it's a, I think more than any other game that I can, this was like dreams a disaster. Shattered. Yeah, yeah. Like um, everyone just so ready and then just so disappointed at the actual product. I think they made so many mistakes like they and and we probably talked about this a long time ago, so we don't have to go back through it. But I think they just did like too much with the marketing too much like they they got people's expectations too high and they knew they knew they shouldn't have done that. It was like No Man's Sky times a thousand. A thousand. Exactly. Um, And EA already had. But if No Man's Sky could fix their issue now, granted, it was way after the fact and not a lot of people cared. They just updated again like recently. And it's someone who spent like near 100 hours in the original game didn't Mm -hmm. care enough to go back and see what got better. Right. Um, But um. So it's a, I like it as a good faith effort, um, more so than even, oh, there's like, cause it's like, who is it for really? It's, it's not new. I doubt new people are going out and buying No Man's Sky like that yeah. um, today. So it's for the people who bought the game and, and tr- to try to appease them and get them to come back. But I like it as a, as a good faith thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I, I wouldn't be opposed to diving back in if, if it did look like they they really made a bunch of changes and stuff um and then uh my 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 old boy sonic what what's what's he into was he <laughs> so just browsing for news this week i came across an article that uh sonic the hedgehog had beat had the biggest opening weekend of any video game beating out uh detective pikachu yeah which now you said you weren't surprised. I, I knew was it was surprised. Happen. Only because, and it, but then again, it is opening weekend. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I remember being like, I don't really need to see Detective Pikachu. And mm-hmm. then I saw it, and I was like, this is a decent like live action Pokemon movie. Yeah, this it wasn't a, bad. It wasn't bad. A good attempt. Like, it wasn't bad. It, like I would give it credit. I'm like, barring the Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds thing, mm-hmm. it it was a solid Pokemon movie. Yeah. Um. So. I, but this, the bad uh, with Sonic, the bad PR and all that ahead. I of think it, that helped it. I think all the controversy did nothing but help it. Uh, people always say that because it gives it more attention, and of course you're gonna have the trolls are gonna go out just to see it, just to be on top of making fun of it, right? But yeah, still shocked um, because I just didn't know. Like I know Sonic is popular almost to the level of Mario, but mm-hmm. I think in my mind he's just not. <laughs> no that's that's an objective fact he's he's but definitely I mean, a tier below yeah. mario but he still has a very huge fan base yeah um now granted they're like people my age and maybe a little bit older but yeah yeah that's interesting actually i wonder if there are any new kids getting into because i guarantee you there are new kids playing mario but are there new kids like getting into sonic because <laughs> um, i feel like when i was younger it was like they had the anime they had the the all the games were everywhere yeah um and now it's not so 
prevalent as it used to but, be. But I mean, if you have the right, if you have the original fan base uh, introducing the right Sonic games to right. newer fans, Sonic then Mania, that's all you need. It makes sense, yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. Um, but yeah, it only beat out Detective Pikachu by like 3 million, so. Okay, so pretty close still. Yeah. Um, what's his face? Um, Tom Holland was saying that the Uncharted movie was going to fix the video game movie issue. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay challenge accepted <laughs> right <laughs> so now we'll you just that. raise the bar unnecessarily high when you get Congrats. your 30 second director <sighs> oh man why would you it's so late when did uncharted come out like 2009 yeah it's so like, late uh, and it's been switched up and passed up so many times like yeah like they might as well be making a last of us movie at this point exactly if you want to go that route <laughs> but oh man we'll yeah we'll see how that one turns out um, cause that'll be there for, they made a whole like movie studio, I think to just make video game movies and this is going to be the first one. Yeah. Um, so but they could be doing that for tax reasons for all we know. <laughs> yeah. That's probably there true are too. tax benefits to that. That's true too. Um, and then this next one and looks like it's to stop that dude we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Wait, what did we talk about? The dude who plugged his PlayStation into the airport. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, So this next story is uh, the headline is Nintendo Switch lounges coming to U.S. airports this month. Um, And just to get it out of the way, I'll list the airports. (laughs) So you have uh, Dallas Lovefield Airport in Dallas. You have Duels International Airport in Washington, D.C., uh, Seattle Tacoma, Seattle Tacoma International Airport in Seattle, and hmm. O'Hare International in Chicago. And basically, what these lounges are is it's a there's an image on the web page if you want to look it up, but it's just like a red and white um, kind of kiosk type deal, um, mm-hmm. and you have some couches, some benches, and then they have some preset monitors and charging stations. That's pretty. And cool. so I think the idea is that um, so it says that some of the games that will be featured. At the demo areas include Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Oh, they try to get people to buy Switches. Yeah, Super Mario Party and Tetris 99. So it's basically, think of it as like a demo center uh, with some extra seating and some charging stations if you want to play your own game. You're smart, Nintendo. Um, So yeah, it's a great marketing feature, and a lot of people said they hope this would cut down on violence at the airport. Oh, Um, God. People would be less stressed. As someone who's not gotten on a plane since they were 15, really? uh, which if you do the math, oh, that's 16 years ago. <laughs> I hate airports with a passion. Oh, yeah. So oh I God. was like, uh, I'm not aware of, of airport culture right now, <sighs> but I'm assuming still. this may help. Unless unless it gets junked down with a bunch of little turd kids um, <laughs> that parents are trying to like keep their kids entertained. They're like, go, go over to Switch Lounge, calm down, and then... <laughs> You don't want to be the 31 year old like fighting for space for the space of the Switch, Switch TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius though, because other little people's kids are gonna walk by, see these other little kids playing switches, and be like, "Mom, I want to switch." Or they're gonna see, you know, parents gonna see how much like this takes their kid attention. They're gonna be like, "I need to get yeah from, for home. <laughs> I have to get all of them. <laughs> Calm this child down." Um. So yeah, just an interesting uh note that came across. Maybe we'll just have straight up video game lounges at smash tournaments in airports now yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey let's get playstation and xbox in on this yeah i'm down i'm with it um that would be cool indeed and then the big news of the week 
and I actually forgot about this until like yesterday because <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I don't follow a lot of I get most of my news from feeds and I, I guess I don't follow a lot of feeds that that um, announced this but the anime awards just happened um, these are the ones hosted by Crunchyroll um, and so yeah I have a list in front of me and we might as well just just get into it Right, well, we'll go down as we do uh, in past for listeners that may have not heard our past award coverage. We'll just go over the categories that are the most interesting. Yeah. Um. So, uh, best voice in some occasions, but yeah, there'll be some like topics we might skip here. Yeah, should we Should we start at the bottom and go to the top, or start with the be- biggest one first? How do you? Uh, uh, let's go bottom to top. Let's change right, it. Up. Let's go bottom to top. All right. So. Hold on, let me open this. See what this industry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if industry icon. Uh, <laughs> industry icon George Wada. Just call him don't, out. There we go. Don't know who that is. I don't know but who anyway. he is, but congrats to you, sir. Congrats, George um, Wada. Best ending sequence, and I think you saw this show. I um, didn't. Okay. So I'm curious. Now I'm gonna have to go check out this end sequence because that's something. Uh, it. I guess we pay more attention to, to OPs than we do to. Ending endings yeah but that's true i, I me, have sorry go ahead. oh go ahead i was just gonna say for me it depends like because if i hear an end sequence and i and i'm like oh this is a better song than the opening then i'll yeah you know i'll pay attention to it more because i was gonna say there's one ending sequence that stands out very strongly for no two uh and one i think we share which is the i think it was the first ending sequence for blood blockade yeah uh where everyone's that's really dancing good. that's a really um, good one that's really good. I forget the name of that song. I and know. then also there, I think it's the second or third se- ending sequence for My Hero where they're all dressed as fantasy characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that one is a, cool. A huge strong. That's like a super strong one for me. Obviously but, JoJo with Freaking You by Jodeci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Obviously. that doesn't, I guess, doesn't stand out because it's just like, that's what JoJo does. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. <laughs> They're so just swag. stylish. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, um, but but me, yeah, I'll have. To, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to read the nominations. Um, so we got. Uh, let me see. Because they got titles of the song. So we have Hold, Hold Me Now by i'm gonna struggle (laughs) by nine let's just let's just do the 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 show the title of the song don't worry about who wrote the song (laughs) okay hold me now and the show is carol and tuesday i didn't see the show so i have no idea it's a very heavily heavily musically influenced show it is oh oh, yeah Yeah. i see people here with instruments and stuff okay cool um sayonara goko and that is dororo um veil and that is fire force Chikato Chika Chika, and that's Kaguya Sama Love is War. Um, Stand by Me Peggy's, that is Sarazamai, <laughs> and Torches by Aimir, um, and that is Vinland Saga. And the winner was Kaguya Love is War. So I'm wondering because I heard Chika, about Chika. something, I heard about the, a, a song called the Chika Chika Dance. Mm hmm. And that kind of took over the anime community for a brief period, and I'm wondering if that, was that probably from this is from this, yeah, I'm this guessing. ending sequence. So I'll yeah. definitely be checking that out post podcast. Yeah, I'm curious for sure. Um, and so then congrats. your favorite, yeah, congrats, congrats to that. Um, and I heard a lot of good things about that show too. Um, 
And then next up, your favorite best opening sequence. Best opening sequence. And so, if... you want me to read nominees? This yeah, time? yeah. So yeah, nominees for best opening sequence. Uh, repeat. We have Carol and Tuesday with Kiss Me. Uh, we have Domestic Girlfriend, another racy show, um, <laughs> with the song Kawa- Kawaki Wo Amaku. Yeah. We have Inferno, which is a great uh, opening, uh, in my opinion. I don't know why it's Fire not Force. coming in my head right right away. Um, it's not the one because the the one that we've seen more recently was called Mayday. Okay. Um, so but Inferno the was one. the very first one, okay. um, and it had a great like uh, beat drop and stuff. In okay. my opinion, gotcha. Um, then you have ninety nine point nine by Mob. Uh, that's Mob Psycho. Then we have Touch with Promise Neverland. Um, and then we have Mukanyo for vinland saga and the winner of this was 99.9 with for mob psycho um mob has hype openings so not surprised to see this take this category um out of the comparisons but again uh, fire force has a very i I recommend that one strong uh, because it was very enlightening it's very i don't know how to say it's not heartwarming i don't know like it it pulls you it pulls me okay Um, that's all that really matters that. honestly yeah i don't know why yet none of these come immediately to mind um for me maybe yeah. just because i watched the the shows a while ago um i want to say promise neverlands was pretty good it was like somber and fit the show um cool and then what is this next one best drama Ooh, this is an interesting one so for best drama and now i'm just gonna read the show titles we've got babylon carolyn tuesday fruits basket stars align that's your that's your jam right there the promise <laughs> oh, and vinland saga <laughs> Now I I'll say my favorite on this list is probably Promise Neverland. I, I didn't watch say that. I didn't watch any of the other ones actually, but <laughs> so <laughs> Promise I Neverland actually was good. watched uh, all of these except for Vinland Saga. Vinland. Okay. Um Babylon is like a detective drama. Okay. Um and it is very twisty turning at the beginning. I didn't get too deep into it because it's a little bit of a slow burn. Okay. Um Carolyn Tuesday is probably more of a friendship drama um or like a burgeoning musician drama okay like um, on the come up musician yeah fruits basket is your typical um like boys too many boys and a girl okay uh reverse harem type gotcha. drama stars line uh stood out for me this season because <laughs> again call it? handball racket no uh, not handball. it's soft, soft tennis. tennis that's what you call it <laughs> but yeah stars line caught me off guard because again i went into it for the tennis and came out like worrying about these children's lives came out um, wanting a sequel yeah it came out needing to know the worst <laughs> cliffhanger ever right um but yeah i know you can say more about promise neverland because i really like no promise neverland was was um it was really good it had that same kind of like even though they're children the world doesn't care about you vibe as um made in abyss um yeah. which i like when shows aren't scared to to uh go go that that route um, scared to hurt children <laughs> yeah exactly and it's very self-contained which i like like i think it, it 
the ending it was open enough to where it, it could have a sequel if they wanted but it also was conclusive enough to where if they never did a sequel then it would be fine too you're um, satisfied yeah which i appreciate that too and overall it was just like it was kind of like this whole mystery that was going on with the and these kids basically trying to escape their situation and it it, it had a lot of the like chess aspects that something like maybe death note would have whereas like okay. one of these kids is like or a couple of these kids are like super smart and they're basically trying to outwit um one of the adult characters in the show um, okay which is really cool so yeah promise neverland was dope but so congrats yeah. again to the winner of best drama vinland saga vinland saga yes. not surprised was there. The winner. yeah and that's still on my watch list i want to i want to get to that for sure yeah because i've heard only good things um and then we got we got best fantasy next yes you want to take best fantasy uh i'll let you take it okay um, so we got Ascendance of a Bookworm. I've heard a little bit about that show. Astra, Lost in Space. I have not heard about that show. I've seen that. You have seen that? Okay. Bits. Okay. Um, Attack on Titan Season 3, one of my favorites of the season. Demon Slayer, one of my favorites of the season. Cyrus Zanmai and The Promised Neverland. Um, and now, based on the nominees, are you surprised on the winner of this one? Was this fantasy? Uh, yes, because <laughs> yes, and okay, I'll say yes and no. Yes, because Demon Slayer is, I think, more fantasy. Which uh, one did you say? Demon Slayer is like okay, more yeah. fantasy in tone, but because of another one, Demon Slayer one, I think they had to give this one to someone else. Um, okay, I don't really know what the bookworm one is about uh lost in space sounds sci-fi um and attack on titan to me is less fantasy and more i, I don't want to say sci-fi but i don't know action what, yeah yeah action yeah action it's really steampunky which to me doesn't scream like fantasy okay um but the giant <coughs> weird creatures don't scream fantasy to you no they do it's just i think just the tone of like mythical and stuff magic and stuff in demon slayer to me is more like fantastical yeah um, there's not there's no magic in promise neverland or anything like that it's just kind of like monsters type of thing so i'll stop i'll let you announce the winner yeah before i say what i'm gonna say the winner was promise neverland um great show and congratulations um to it uh, and but the only thing i would say i haven't seen this sarazamai which is i haven't either catching my attention now that i'm seeing it in these categories but um see a lot I, of platypus looking creatures <laughs> i would definitely put it somewhere between attack on titan and demon slayer um just because of the the places that it took my brain right i think right um and the different like the different demon types in demon slayer are very varied and interesting yeah um, they have in my unique opinion, designs so um and that's really cool and then best comedy do we want to do best comedy um it's not a i don't category i'm strong in because i don't watch a lot of um comedy anime for comedy i don't either we can just say the winner Uh, so the best comedy was love is war um which fits because all of a lot of the reviews i've seen of love is war is that it's funny okay um it's charming um but i'm not i'm not a romantic comedy type person so yeah same same honestly (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah shout out to them anyway and then this next one's kind of interesting best english vocal performance um so 
they have names but i don't know if it's better to say the show or i can say the show and the name um so we got kyle mccarley as mob from mob psycho 2 laura bailey as toru honda from fruits basket basket erica mendez from uh a, a gretsuko season at two at gretsuko season two yeah. as retsuko um mm-hmm. billy comments is now for me um from shield hero Faye Mata is Aqua from Konosuba and Casey Mongello Shinji from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Why is Neon Genesis on this? <laughs> it didn't it's so old. <laughs> maybe there was a maybe there was some type of re-release. Netflix just bought it and put it on its service like last okay, year. Okay, then I think, maybe that's why. That's so random. It is. <laughs> it's the same unless they so re-released old. it, I don't know. Um but the winner of this was Naofumi. Um Billy Comets. I agree with this. Um, I can agree with this too. Because out of the only, I mean, Mob, sure, but it's like Mob doesn't have a huge range of emotion. Yeah, in he his doesn't voice. do much um, with his voice. So, and then maybe Aqua, because I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I watched Konosuba in English, but okay, I Aqua is a very hilarious character. But I agree with this because Naofumi has a fairly wide range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially earlier in the show when a lot of bad things are happening to him. So yeah. I agree with this. And winner. he's a cool character. He does yeah. a good job at portraying that. Congrats, Billy. Um, do you want to do best Japanese performance? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> hey, of who the winner is. <laughs> I'll let you take this one. <laughs> uh, so for best Japanese vocal performance. So this is one thing I'll just dab in here real quick. Um, so imagine me dabbing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ty, uh, Tiz primarily watches dubs. I primarily watch subs. This is um, correct. So I am more exposed to Japanese voices than I am English voices. But um, so for Japanese best voice acting performance, we have Memoru um, in. Su- <laughs> Here's this anime again. Sarazan Mai. What is this? <laughs> there is Sayori from Demon Slayer. Um, she was the butterfly girl in Demon Slayer. She we was cool. She was real cool. One of my favorites, uh, Bruno Bucarati yeah. from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Mm-hmm. We have Yukino from Babylon. We have Yuko uh, from The Promised Neverland. I'm sorry, Yuko who plays Isabella from The Promised Neverland. And mm-hmm. we have Yusuke Kobayashi who plays Senku in Dr. Stone. My guy. So the winner of this category, with no surprise to me, is Yuichi Nakamura, who plays Bruno Bucarati. <laughs> and arrivederci to all the other nominees, because he is the best. <laughs> he just becomes super Italian. <laughs> now, and now, the only justification I have for this is that, <laughs> unbeknownst to the average watcher, B- Bruno is clearly the main character of part five. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um... <laughs> based on the uh, arc that he has to go through Absolutely. and yeah his that line he just gives every time he would just destroy another stand user and he would just be like arrivederci <laughs> so good he was so, so cool good. yeah he, um, he might so, be yeah. the best character on this list in general <laughs> um, if, if you ask me no i'm just kidding nah jojo jo- jo- um, gotta yeah. get something so appreciates to that uh congrats again to yuichi cool um we're just gonna skip best couple because i don't care we can skip best couple (laughs) i don't even know who these people are um yeah best fight scene probably my favorite category to be honest oh well this is not a surprise this is awesome watched anime this season they got some good ones on here though let me tell you or i'm sorry last year 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they got some some hit, some hitters on here. So we yeah, got yeah, it it was tough. This is a tough category. This is a super tough one. Emperor Crimson versus Metallic. Um, was that the best one in JoJo though? So Emperor Crimson, also known as um, King Crimson. King Crimson, correct. Yeah. Um, and this is when he fought the silver-haired uh, black-eyed dude. Um, uh, right. Yeah. That's Metallica. Yeah, Metallica was uh, uh, Popio, the one who had yeah. the weird hair. Yeah, and yeah. I think he fought with razor blades. He was the leader of the assassins of the uh, yes. the group of assassins. Yeah, but was that? Yes. The, I don't know if that was the best the best fight uh, of JoJo. In JoJo though, not all of JoJo, but maybe of part five. In part five, maybe you think? In part five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Levi versus the Beast Titan. That scene was like just stunning jaw dropping stunning like chills. literally number two yeah. if, if it's not number one it's literally number two because i watched that scene like four times the first time i saw it for sure i had to I, yeah i rewinded so it i kept rewinding i was like oh man <laughs> um and then mob versus versus toichi road this was a really really good scene um, I might not have the, made it to this scene yet because it's not immediately jumping to my mind this is the very final fight so um if you haven't gotten to like the last three or two or three episodes okay then. yeah i'm only on like six oh. okay yeah um so that was really good and then tanjiro and nezuko versus rui that this was a top tier win for me too um, <laughs> this is the scene that broke <laughs> broke the anime part of the internet yeah like this made this really made this like my show like when i seen it, i was like oh, okay that's it this is it's demon slayer um, and then uh, Vinland Saga Thorfinn versus Thorkell. Um, <laughs> I think I know which fight that is because I've seen it referenced a bunch of times, but I haven't watched the show yet. Um, and don't don't hate me, guys. I will watch Vinland Saga. It's just yeah, not I'm gonna get the there. top for me. I just I'll want it's just not dubbed yet. That's why I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Fate Granddaughter. I haven't seen this yet either. Ushika, oh, hold up. Ushi Wakamaru versus yes. Tiamat. Um, so it, it's fate, so I'm sure that fight is nothing short of spectacular. Yeah. Um, so all of these are amazing. If they didn't amazing. at least make the nominees, they would have been sad. Yeah. <laughs> all of these are amazing, but the winner was um, Tanjiro and Nezuko versus Rui. Which, um, which I can't anyone, be mad at. If you are listening to this and you like shonen anime and you haven't seen this scene, just Google best fight scene Demon Slayer. You'll find it. Yeah, no you problem. absolutely will. Um, there's so much hype. I feel like you kind of need to know the context around it to know the hype, though, of yeah. like the reveal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's and some feel, build just, up to it. I honestly felt like my PlayStation broke <laughs> trying to <laughs> handle this fight scene. <laughs> Like that's why I can't do this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's uh what we got. Uh, do we want to do best score? score? I don't really know scores like that. We can just okay, say the Let winner. me just give let me just give some shout outs. Uh I'll just do this briefly. Yeah, do that. Uh, and you can interrupt me, but the winner of best score was Carol and Tuesday for a song called Maki. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I started Carol and Tuesday, but it's kind of like a feel good anime, so I, that's not really my thing. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's made by the guy who made um, Cowboy Bebop, so I'm not really uh -huh. surprised to see him win a musical award because we all know if you watch Cowboy Bebop or you watch Samurai Shampoo, you know they have great music. Yeah. Um, 
But just a couple shout outs here. Uh, number one, of course, to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, mm. They do, in my opinion, they do fight music really well. Uh, the background music, the the they have like this, what I call investigation music that plays from time to time. And it, it all just kind of fits well together. And then, of course, you have for this season, the Italian flair. Yeah. Um, those violins and things like that. Um, my 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 star shout out goes to Shield Hero. Uh, hey. There is a scene uh, towards the end that stands out strongly in my mind um, because my favorite character, uh, Philo, mm-hmm. was fighting in her giant chicken form, and <laughs> what is clearly heard over the rest of the song that's going on is a saxophone solo. Oh, really? And I was just that's like, dope. yes. <laughs> nah, sax is um, an awesome instrument. I grew up playing the saxophone, so I have a little warm spot in my heart for it. It's but the it sauciest was just of like, the horns. It was like, and it was just like <laughs> pumping and loud the whole yeah. scene, and I'm like, I love it. Um, awesome. So I just want to give a shout out to those two things because, yeah, JoJo, I'm <coughs> never going to. Those two openings were so strong. And um, they got music wise. Yeah. Yeah. They put in for those music because music is a huge influence on JoJo. Yeah, yeah, um, they got to tie. Yeah. I feel like it ties the whole theme together and the style together. Like, oh, a of course. and I love the way the the themes change as like they change to match the intensity of the narrative. So right. it's like it started out with like a kind of a James Bondy feel, and then it moved into like a more like this is the Tense, end game, like yeah, yeah, like building up, line. and then. If you're even that more interested, the lyrics, if you pay attention to the lyrics, um, they very much are talking about like being a gang star and yeah. being at the top and defeating your enemies. So it's it's all around. It's all here. fluid and co- cohesive. Yeah. So congrats, Carolyn Tuesday. Congrats. Um, and then I like this next category, best character design. Yeah, why not? Um, so we got Sunenori Saito from carolyn tuesday Sato wait is this the designer oh oh <laughs> so, okay that's the designer's name sorry i confused yeah. myself sune sune nori saito Car- carolyn tuesday satoshi what iwataka iwataki dororo yuko iwasa dr stone yuko y- y- yahiro kaguya sama <laughs> love is war kayoko ishikawa sarazan mai and Takehiko Abiru Vinland Saga. Um and the winner of that one was Dororo. Um Satoshi Iwataki. Um now you have to give background on this because I have no idea who that character is. So this was actually a, a remake of an older show. Um a super older show. And you know, like sixties, I think. Yeah, something like that. Like I don't I don't even think it was in color. Um but they did a really really good job uh with this remake like you can tell they they weren't afraid to put budget behind this um they all of the animation is super fluid the the design of of the main character um is his name is escaping me hyakimaru um is 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 a really cool concept he's like this dude who he basically lost all of he was he was a cursed baby and he had no skin eyes nose ears he couldn't talk and he no had no limbs arms, no legs yeah right? no arms and no legs um and so he was basically on a journey of of well first of all he was raised to basically use prosthetics fake skin um he was still deaf and blind his whole most of his life he couldn't smell or taste anything or feel anything 
um and but he had this this innate like sixth sense where he could always detect danger and and keep himself alive um and so he's basically on this journey to like kill kill the demons that that stole his body parts before he was born um and he has this really cool his prosthetic arms come off and he has these like swords underneath them that he fights with he like pulls them off with his mouth (laughs) um it's it's just a really cool concept in general i'm pretty sure his feet have blades too Mm -hmm. hidden underneath them so it's it's just really cool how he turns like his whole body into like just this giant like weapon that flings around and and slices things and whatnot i think his birth is only second horror wise to um gut 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 guts guts his birth from berserk guts how was guts born i forget uh his mother was hung from a tree and he was hanging by his umbilical cord out of like her body why don't i remember that oh god (laughs) that's rough yeah so i don't know which is rougher but sheesh yeah now backtrack for like one second Mm -hmm. because i just realized this uh because demon slayer is in this category for best animation but how was how were none of those characters in best character design yeah i like can we just give an honorable mention to like demon slayer character design nah, for everyone sure. had like a set a theme palette. a unique color yeah yeah it was I it mean, was like, really easy to differentiate the characters and learn yes. who they were in demon slayer which is something i think a lot of shows could learn from yeah um so yeah, shout out. That out nah, for sure I, I didn't even realize that wasn't on here shame but nah demon slayer can't win everything <laughs> neither can jojo <laughs> yeah um and then what we got best animation another one of my favorite animation is probably the most important thing to me in anime yeah um so i'm just yeah. th- throw that out there um you want you want to take these or you want me to take these oh did we say the winner for best animation was mob psycho hmm wait what Oh no, we didn't. Okay, do never that. mind. Brain fart. <laughs> you just Brain gave fart. it away. No. <laughs> okay. So, well, let's say it at the top. The best animation okay. winner is Mob Psycho 2. Um, yes. Which the animation was fire in that. Um, but then the nominees were Attack on Titan 3, Demon Slayer, Fate Grand Order, uh, Mob 2, Sarazan Mai, again, nominated for everything, and Vinland Saga. Um, so all of these I know have amazing animation. I, I don't know anything about Sarazan Mai. Um, yeah. so can't speak to that one but uh attack on titan was beautiful um i will say attack on titan had more relaxed scenes and you could tell which scenes they dumped all of the budgets and budget into and which they didn't yeah. um whereas i feel like others on this list were more balanced um and i feel like too like mob stands out with its color palette yeah um it's compared to the rest of these on this list and i will say if sometimes and it, I think it's just an illusion, but it's like Mob gives the illusion of like mixed medium. Say so it does. It gives the illusion of mixed medium, mm. where it doesn't feel like everything is just two D colors. Right, like it, right. Sometimes it feels like there's three D. Some places it feels like um, there's realistic. They uh, mix a bunch textures. of styles. Yeah, and they do this thing like I call it like the oil shimmer effect, where mm-hmm. it's like they give things this rainbow effect that is really eye catching awesome, at yeah. times. I so, really like it. Um, but yeah yeah sh- i don't disagree shout out again though to demon slayer for that awesome watercolor thing they did yeah with everything it's really, that it's like that's um, unique you, i've only seen it in okami it's yeah. really like the only place i've seen art like that and what wind waker maybe maybe but yeah not not, not quite, quite to that, that level same yeah yeah 
Um, it's a different kind of cell shading. Um, there's it's a, it's a Japanese style of art, but I can't think of. There's a term for it that I can't think of. Oh, hold up! Shout out Dragon Ball Super too. Um, yeah, I don't. That probably wasn't this year. Actually, that was probably a couple of years ago. It's so strong. Um, but yeah, that that fight with Jiren was insane. Um, but that was probably on a past award show. But yeah, they also they also <coughs> talked about how kind of sloppy the episodes were, and mm-hmm. when you dissect it because uh, i've seen reviews where they've dissected it and you can actually see it's like yeah they kind of rush dragon ball out but they yeah. always clean it up um for blu-ray release yeah yeah for sure um which i'm not mad at and then uh i'm cool with skipping best director if you yeah, are that's fine okay best director shout out to them i'll just say his name um tetsuro tetsuro araki for, and mazashi koizuka for attack on titan season three yeah, um strong and then do you want to do best girl Jeremy? best girl i'm oh, sorry yeah. do, blocked you want, it. do you want to do best girl? for a second <laughs> yeah that's fine um so nominees for best girl we have carol from carol on tuesday we have chika fujiwara from kage-sama love is war we have emma from the promised neverland emma's cool peoples. we have one of my favorites kohaku is dope from dr stone um, we have Nezuko, Nezuko from Demon Slayer, and we have Ravtalia from The Rising of Shield Hero. Yeah, yeah. And the winner is Ravtalia. Mala pause. Um, do I agree with this? No, because she's not Philo. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Philo wasn't the one in here for that show. That's just my personal favorite. But Ravtalia does a lot of work. She works hard so i will give her her credit where credit is due um do you have anything to say about anyone else on this list um i like nezuko i like kohaku i like emma nezuko's just a really good little sister Um, yeah and it's not surprising because she like they kind of in the beginning of demon slayer like you understand that uh tanjiro's family was very tightly knit and mm-hmm. everyone kind of had their purpose and like you know they were all very kind and loving to each other so it wasn't surprising that she was just a good little sister the right. whole way through for sure um and kohaku's just dope because she's super strong yeah, um <laughs> she can uh, she got a lot of work done for uh senku mm-hmm. and yeah she can she can fight she's like the main fighter for sure um for that whole team and yeah she's a good sister to her sickly older sister i think yeah, I can't tell younger. if it's her older or her younger sister. I think it's younger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and so Kohaku's dope. dope. And yeah, Emma Emma's dope too. She's she's like the she's the the main chess one of the main chess players um and the ones helping all of the other little kids out. So she's a very um, terrified cool. look on her face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, every, that's all you see throughout the show is terrified looks <laughs> on kids' faces. Um but yeah. yeah cool. I will. I will hand hand off the gender award to you for best boy. <laughs> and then best boy nominees, we got Bruno Bucciarati. Bu- oh God, I can't do this as well as you. Bucarati. Bucarati. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> then we got Hiyakimaru, Kanata Hoshijima from Astra Lost in Space, Naruzo Machio from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, <laughs> Shigeo Kageyama from Mob Two, and Tanjiro um, from Demon Slayer um and the winner is tanjiro so demon slayer taking another one home disagree yeah i, I might have to go with bucarati on this it's bruno all day i might every have to day. go with bruno on this 
Bruno was in the mafia for the most noble reasons. Yeah. He wanted to get drugs off the street. He wanted children to stop being hurt. And as any good man, he was very respectable. He's a women. great leader. He is an amazing leader. He yeah. is selfless. He will sacrifice himself. He was freaking spoilers. He was freaking dead for like 70% of the season. <laughs> yeah. And he was literally just living by his own like his willpower. will was like keeping his body alive. His soul in his body. <sighs> oh, Bruno. Yeah. Shout out to Bruno, man. You'll get the respect you deserve. We'll get there one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tanjiro, congrats. You're awesome too. You're just a good, all around good guy doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, shonen shonen boy shonen boy i'm gonna take this next category if you don't mind please do you know i favor my antagonist so <laughs> <laughs> best antagonist uh nominees i maga i magase from babylon angela from carolyn tuesday askalad 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 from vinland Asca saga yeah. garo from one Ooh. punch man season two isabel from promise neverland and overhaul from my hero season four now the winner is actually Isabel from The Promised Neverland. But mm -hmm. I think um, out of the shows I've seen on here, I think Overhaul is a second, a, a good close second. And I'm going to clash with you, <coughs> as is our brand, and I'm going to say Garo. You like Garo like that? I like Garo. Okay. I felt like he was one that I started out hating, mm -hmm. and then after we learned more about him, I found myself liking him more. He's just like, to me, he's just like bad Goku. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, and okay, the only reason I disagree with you on overall was fair, was so two-dimensional. Um, yeah. he, he, he had the appearance of having more depth than he actually did. Right. And so it was like, you understood his motivation like within two seconds. Very once clear you realized, Yeah. And in the scheme of the show that is my hero, his his aspirations felt thin. They did because it, and yeah. yeah, the scale felt smaller. But I will say I do like, and this was a later revelation, minor spoilers. But just seeing or when they eventually reveal that he just wanted to uh, impress his adoptive dad, essentially. Like yeah. deep, deep down, that's really all he wanted to do with all of this. He wanted to go from being like a fifth tier level mob family to like a top tier yeah. level mob he was, family. He was misguided though, because that's not what his father actually wanted. Yeah. Um, and then it was like it came out in the spoilers again. It came out like so much later. Like we're literally in the last fight. Yeah. And he's just like, doesn't he start talking about like some kind of like um reversal of quirk genetics or something like he's talking about like a, the erasure of, of all quirks, quirks or something like that and yeah. you're just kind of like well where is this coming, coming from because from, yeah. this is how you make a living for yourself so what benefit would it be to you to erase quirks that's a very good point yeah because i actually forgot anyway, about that that just came up so late in the game but yeah yeah no um, hate on overhaul but just question marks yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure um but isabel's cool she's she's a um she's a devious one is this the um the like the governess that they mentioned uh she's like the like the caretaker. She's like a maid. yeah caretaker there you go okay um so yeah their their roles are 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 kind of a part of the mystery but um integral to the story i won't get and i will say for babylon for <clears throat> i say she is nuts 
Really? Um, she's when I say that when I said earlier that there's a lot of twists and turns in the beginning, she's mm-hmm. a lot of the reason it gets weird and confusing. Uh, um, so I'll give her that much. Interesting, interesting. And we got best protagonist. Um, this is actually a somewhat of a surprising winner. Not surprising, actually. <laughs> um. But yeah, we got for the nominees, we got Emma from The Promised Neverland, Yakimaru from Dororo, Saitama from One Punch Man Season 2, Senku from Dr. Stone, Tanjiro Kamado from Demon Slayer, and Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. Honda. Um, and the winner was Senku from Dr. Stone. Congrats, Senku. Congrats, You're finally Senku. getting some love. Nah, Senku was uh, cool. At though. least in, I just mean in this awards category because, yeah, everyone knows people like dr stone so. oh yeah absolutely um but yeah senku was um for being what he was he was an interesting character yeah um in that you kind of felt like you always knew where he was gonna go but you didn't know what things were gonna touch his heart and he's so smart that he's actually teaching you things yeah. <laughs> when he's talking <laughs> yeah when and he's, he's going over his sign stuff it, he knows he's confident he knows that he's smart and he can be snarky but never to the point where you hate him right right yeah. never to the point where you're like rolling your eyes like god thank you like just stop like you never have that feeling it's like in an him. endearing way like, yeah it's very it very much like spoke to the kid in me where he would just be like science can fix this and yeah. i'm like yes science. <laughs> <laughs> yes anything is possible um but yeah shout out to Sen- senku um can't wait for that to show show to come back and then we have finally gotten to the ultimate category, Anime of the Year. Bum, 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 bum. And the nominees are Carolyn Tuesday, Demon Slayer, Mob Psycho 2, Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, <laughs> The Promised Neverland, and Vinland Saga. Um, don't know how I feel about all of these, um, but then again, so- I haven't seen them all. And Let me just say, uh, since this is the first time we've come across this in a category, I did check out Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, I'll just straight up say, like, the thing that attracted it to me is, like, it's, like, it's teenage girls dealing with sex issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me see, like, because, you know, it's Japanese, so you're like, how really, you know, how much are they really going to talk about? Yeah. But it is very... It's very. It was very refreshing because it didn't take things from that. Like you had shy characters, mm-hmm. but it didn't take things from that shy perspective. Like there's literally in the first episode, um, the the girls are in. They're in a literature club mm-hmm. where they read erotic literature, <laughs> <laughs> wow. and so it's just kind of a cover up for them to be able to talk about these taboo topics. Yeah. And um, the main character, uh, you know, she's got these thoughts in her mind. She's walking she goes home and she's got a childhood friend who's a guy Mm -hmm. and she's thinking, you know, she has all these new thoughts in her mind and she's just like, do I, you know, do I, am I interested in this guy? I've known him my whole life. I can't really see him like that. Mm -hmm. So she goes to his house to deliver him food as she does on occasion from her mother. And he's just, (laughs) she opens his door. He's sitting at his desk, pants to his ankles. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Pouring on the screen. And he's just jacking it. And it's like she just like any girl do. She's like Christ. and like runs, and it's like the second she runs out, she's like running down the street, just like blindly trying to get away from the situation. And it's just every billboard is just like a phallic reference yeah. of like 
you know a dude's junk or there's like a carrot and she's just what? like i can't get away and i was like that's literally how you feel at that point in your life where it's just like everything is about sex and yeah. you can't get away from it oh my gosh that's so hilarious. it does take like a very humorous approach to mm-hmm. that topic and every there's a bunch of different girls and it's like every girl is dealing with some aspect of going through pu- puberty and like one girl is just like i just want to have sex before i die <laughs> like yeah. and she she says it and then everyone kind of looks at her like are you gonna die like in a month like what's happening do you have cancer like they all just like start freaking out yeah <laughs> um and she's just like no i'm just kind of that's just kind of a thing i want to do and so uh it was a good show um i didn't finish it but it was it was cute it was different um as far as slice of life or an- anime is right right that's cool um, but yeah that's the first time i saw that on any, any of these lists would you would you put it in the anime of the year category mm, <laughs> maybe maybe only because it stood out from like all the because you know a lot of the same anime we're seeing promise neverland we're seeing vinland saga we're seeing mob psycho we're seeing demon slayer and this is so much different from all of those right right i could see like that's why it fit into this category it's been a very shown and heavy year yeah. i must say fire force demon yeah. slayer t- uh i don't know if it's fire force didn't take anything shocks yeah i was i was actually shocked about that it actually didn't appear in that many categories um yeah but um yeah drum roll the winner of anime of the year was demon slayer not surprised which i'm not mad at that um this was actually my favorite the best character ever zanetsu (laughs) um fight me clash again fight the worst character ever (laughs) fight me he's amusing he's amusing but he can be annoying be really good at one thing yeah that's what i learned from demon slayer just be (laughs) really good at one thing that's all it will save your life jack of jack of no trades master of one <laughs> you know what I mean? He is <laughs> one of for he real. will stand out forever in my mind as one of the best shonen characters I've ever met. And I have no no doubt he's gonna keep snapping on people with that. Like one anybody move. who gets terrified to the point where they black out <laughs> and can murder Turns everyone. Like you're you're automatically best character. Yeah, that, that um, is awesome. And also, uh, what is is it Inosuke? Inosuke, is that that's the, my boy, the boar. He he just headbutts <laughs> everything. He is hilarious. <laughs> he is so funny. Just the characters uh, in general on the show are really good. Like even the I was really main um, <laughs> worried that we were gonna lose the boar head mask that he wears. Oh no, we can't. That's it's him. strong, so yeah. he keeps it. It was, I'm still stuck on when they first like took off his mask and they, he had like a super girly face. <laughs> yeah, he's got like these bright blue eyes and like this yeah. long blue blue black hair. He's like such a brute though. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, there you have it, folks. Those are your anime awards. And just as we end this on the topic of awards show, so for those who may listen to us more frequently than others, you may remember me talking about a movie called parasite um mm-hmm. this was the movie uh it's a live action movie it was about um this uh i think korean if i'm not wrong korean family that mm-hmm. kind of has this weird spirally come up um and there's like a rich family and a poor family and chaos ensues yeah. um, again i'm not gonna spoil but uh so it recently took a at the oscars i believe it was best foreign film and it also took film of the year 
um oh, and this cause and so first of all i just want to say uh called it not <laughs> called it on that but it just bringing parasite to you guys i'm like i knew there was a reason that i knew this good. movie was good right um and then number two there's been this humongous uh, backlash against a foreign film winning really film of the year yeah wow like to the point where there is uh and i'm not going to give him any kind of spotlight and i don't even know his username but there is this youtube video of this redneck white guy uh-huh. who is just like fuming he's like how can a foreign film take film of the year in america oh and all just making all of us look bad yeah. and um i just want to say Number one, movies are movies. Doesn't yeah, matter exactly. where they come from. Movie could come out of Bhutan for all I care. Exactly. And it's still a movie. And I think what it was is like the messages in this movie, because this movie is less about um, race or anything like that. And it's more about classes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's really important that the messages that come out of this movie are what's seen and not necessarily the the surface things right and so this makes me think of people like our mother like my mom i've told my, our mother about this movie and she, now she's you know she's seen the award hubbub about it and she's just like i can't read subtitles oh no and I'm just like you're, but you're missing an amazing Is movie because no you don't want there's no dub for it oh, okay and so i'm like i think that's what put people puts people off of it too is the subtitling oh, yeah. but for i just sure. want to say like give these movies a chance because yeah, i'm like absolutely. and like the the sweetest part of all of this is like the guy uh the director he had won he speaks no english and mm-hmm. he had won um the international film of the year and the translator was saying she was like you know he was like i got this award for international film and or foreign film and he was like i was ready to go home like i was good i was shocked to even have gotten that so he was mm-hmm. literally like covering his face like he's in tears accepting the uh, film of the year award and That's it was dope. just so like he was just like uh, i i don't never know what to do because i would never expect this to happen no nah, that's dope um Those so i just thought ones. Yeah, like he was just genuinely appreciative. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope this guy makes more movies um, because this was a good one. So I recommend again, double down recommendation on watching Parasite. Nice, nice. Um, do you mind if we postpone Anime Corner this week? Um, yeah, that's fine. Okay, just I think we're... we just did a whole slob of anime. Yeah, we did. Um, and we're we're running a little long, and I might have yeah. to step out soon. So yeah. Um. But so guys, we got a lot of good stuff to y'all anyway. Guys, you know what time it is. You know what I feel time like I hear is. like this little like ding, ding, <laughs> ding, ding. I wish you could play that like song a uh, from Zelda. Ding, 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 ding. This is the end of our show. Yeah. Um, as always, uh, we would love to hear your feedback on the topics we discussed today. I'm sure there's some news that we missed, but again, news is slow right now, probably because there's a lot of re- releases coming up. There's soon. some news I missed on purpose. So oh, if you okay. want to tell me about it, send them in the, in those emails. Oh, you know secret saying? bomb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you will join us next week. But until then, as always, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com um and you can find us on the twitters um i'll give my an individual so i am at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j-21 but that does not mean you cannot find us at sr clash underscore pod on yes. twitter as a collective if you tweet there um, i so, will see it yes we will see it we shall and we see will it. respond we shall respond sometimes maybe with just an emoji of surprise that <laughs> you even 
tweeted us in the first place. Yeah. But that being said, don't forget wherever you listen, please send put a give us a comment, give us a rating, give us a shout out, and we will do the same in return. Um, that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Castbox. And unless Tiz has anything else to say, Nah, I'm Gucci. We will see you next week. We out of here. Bye-bye. See you.